On his last day of freedom, Scott DeCry spoke on the phone with his ex-wife. Let's meet for coffee, he suggested. Michelle Fournier was shocked. A day earlier, they had squared off at yet another court hearing in their acrimonious battle over custody of their eight-year-old son. Things had not gone DeCry's way at the hearing, and the argument had continued on the phone until DeCry brought his ex-wife up short with his suggestion that they meet in person. No way, Fournier responded. She did not want to see him, definitely not. This would prove to be a fateful decision. If he couldn't have a one-on-one, DeCry decided after hanging up on Fournier, he'd just have to confront his ex-wife at her workplace instead, one last time. Then he walked out to his garage to survey his well-oiled collection of five pistols, four rifles, and a 12-gauge shotgun. The violence that followed just a few hours later would make national headlines, It would alter the course of lives and families for years to come. It would drag a peaceful, tight-knit community into an exclusive club no one wishes to join, the fraternity of towns marred by mass murder. And finally, the official response to DeCry's rampage would expose and shame Orange County authorities who, in their zeal to ensure a win in court, had stopped playing by the rules that ensure justice for all. Scott DeCry, without ever knowing it, had exposed the snitch tank.